0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to STS, your favorite parkour podcast with Coach Renee and Coach Tom. Today, it's 2022. Well, not just today, but just in general, it's 2022. We finished up, uh, or we're into the new year. We finished up 2021 and the Store Awards came out recently. So we wanted to cover that. We wanted to talk about it, see what we agreed with, what we disagreed with, what our big takeaways were. So uh, why don't we start? Uh, what, how did you feel about the Store Awards this year?
1: Yeah, I really like the store awards. I like uh, what they're doing, using their brand to draw attention to everyone else that does parkour, and uh, even if they didn't have money, it's, it's a lot of money. It's that 20 pounds, which I think is like...
0: 20,000 pounds. 20,000 20, pounds. 20, That's a big difference pounds. there.
1: I'm trying to go... I was like about to say like 20K, and then I kind of cut off there, but it, that equates to like... Uh, I know at least 40K Canadian. I think it's close to that in American dollars, so if you're looking for that currency exchange way more money than is being given away for any event in in parkour to date so even like fig comps and stuff like that don't quite come close to that amount of money but even without that i think it's just a cool thing they're doing with tons of different categories which we're going to get into what are your thoughts did you do you enjoy what they're doing i
0: love the store awards i think it's awesome Uh, the cool thing is like you know, people are going to be doing parkour and uploading videos on their own without this, but now this adds like an extra layer of incentive to like, you know, you know, try to get that dinger or try to, you know, uh, you know, try to put out the, your best work for the year and see if you can get best male or best female or, you know, some of these other really interesting categories. I, you know, and it, it incentivizes people to like keep exploring their type of parkour. Um, Because, you know, not all competition formats lend themselves well for certain types of parkour. So, uh, I think Store Awards is a really great opportunity to do that um, through this video-based competition for the year.
1: Right. So, we are going to jump into it, uh, into the different categories, and we're going to start we're with... We're not going to
0: cover all of them, No. So, but, but you know, we wanted to cover some of the ones that we felt like were either we, we didn't quite agree with or, or we wanted to bring mention to just because, of, uh, because it makes it more interesting.
1: Yeah. I think I agree with most of them, uh, such as the first one. So, for me, uh, best male, Dom D Tomaso Dom, Dominic Tomato. I don't know what he's most known for, but uh, referenced in the video most of the time. We have Dom as best male. I think it's undeniable. The one thing I'm going to point to, and I, I think you agree with this, is it is unfortunate that, again, I say undeniable as best male in parkour for the year of 2021, has kind of sloppy fundamentals when it comes to parkour. And but it, but you can't you can't take away from like just the feats he's doing things that no one else is gonna do. They they were they, and when I say like sloppy fundamentals, he's still very skilled. Like clearly, like you're, you're very very high level of skill. It's just that you know his his actual like stick tech, his his climbing tech, and there's there's just things that uh, I, I personally, out of someone that we're calling the best of the year, I'd like to see some more polish on.
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, th- so this this was an interesting part of the story video, which was there was a kind of a um, a split decision between Dom and Verky. and I think Travis is like such an incredible athlete, and I think he's more well-rounded than Dom. He can do a lot of things that Dom like cleaner than what Dom could do. But his, like he's still not doing the, like he's not he's not quite at the game changing level that Dom is like continually showing up for. And Dom got injured at the end of the year or towards the end of the year. And he's still like missing a few months of performance at the highest level, he still won best male and he still like was able to accomplish a lot this year. So I actually, like, I feel for the store in, in, a, in a sense because I actually feel like, yeah, that is actually a tough call because I think Verky is absolutely on the come up and mm-hmm. has the potential to win in future years and be, like, a, you know, top-level, no question about it. Um, but, yeah, for, for me, Dom took it as well, so I would have voted for Dom, but it was definitely a, a hard vote in my head as well. Um, but I agree with you. Dom's, Dom has a lower standard for his stick technique. For example, his climb up is not very good, not close to the standard that I have in my head as like a good climb up. But he does things that I have absolutely no interest in ever being able to do because it's so terrifying. I mean, I would love to be able to do it, but I just don't think I just don't think I would I would ever do it just because his. Uh, his ability to send is just, like, incredible, and, I mean, we'll get, we'll get into some of the other things later, but, um, but as you said, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Some of his technique is a bit sloppier. His standard is a bit lower, but uh, I was talking to you yesterday, and I actually think that's part of why he's so good at what he does is because he doesn't get caught up. I mean, a lot of people in parkour, it's like, oh, I have to make sure I stick this perfectly. Even if I stick it and it's, like, the slightest bit off, I have to go back and perfect it. I think that's a really good quality in parkour and a good quality in many parkour athletes. But I actually think that Dom's ability to just accept, okay, I landed, I slid a little bit on the landing, but I'm going to take that one and then move on to the next thing that's going to be bigger and crazier. And so he saves some of that bandwidth. So He saves some of that, um, you know, uh, some of his body to try the harder, crazier things, instead of just putting all his effort into one specific challenge that he didn't quite get as clean as, you know, somebody online is going to criticize him for. <laughs> yeah,
1: which, why why would they? Unless it's it's me or you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Dom. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I can't, like I said, I can't take away from him. Uh, for me, it was actually, like, just an easy call. I was actually even kind of surprised that there was... Uh, Such a, a split. D- Yeah, a split between him and, and Verky. Like, I... I do get it in what you're saying, um, but to, to me it was it was like a clear case for Dom because also just you have to put into the fact like the impact he's making on on parkour. And so they, they brought up the fact that it's like, oh, mainstream people would, you know, clearly say Dom. And it's like, yeah, that's important. yeah It's important that that's, you know, being part of the case. And, you know, it sucks to be, um, I guess, a younger athlete. I don't know, like, like, Virky, does he fit into the youth category that they did? Like, maybe he could have... <laughs> You could have oh, won I, that. I actually don't
0: know how old he is, but I mean, I think he might be like eighteen now, so yeah. like potentially like just outside of that youth category. Um, but man, like like has so much r- runway now to like improve and, mm. and be even better. Um, yeah. So I mean, like I think I think what's cool about it was like that was very much like a shout out to Perky mm-hmm. to, because it's like so clear that this kid is on the on the rise and he's unstoppable.
1: Um, yeah. And then you have the honorable mentions or, or nominees with Ed Scott and Brody yep. Uh Ed Scott being right up there with uh, Dom and Verkey in terms of like versatility mm. and just ability to do like great at great at parkour, great at uh, the style side of things as well. You and just, work ethic too. Like, yeah.
0: He's like, I mean, we talked about Breach. I mean, he was like the standout from everybody on the tour, everybody was like, yo, Ed's just literally pulling the team. Everybody, like Ed's just showing up every day and getting multiple clips. So, I mean, undeniable, like top level athlete.
1: Yeah, it's hard to, It sometimes it's hard to draw the line, but I think the distinction there, um, especially for Dom is just the fact that he's going out, he performed multiple feats this year that no one else is going to touch. And, and in Parker, we don't have a lot of competitions, particularly not in 2021. He tends to not really do well with the formats either, but he's showing up to, you know, using with the lack of competition field, showing up and doing like incredible feats that, again, no one else is going to do. Whereas a lot of the stuff that, that Ed might do is, is repeatable, um, except for, you know, maybe his, his line building is, is on a like, world class or, you know, untouchable level, which is why he wins competitions.
0: Yeah, that's totally true. All right, well, I think we should move along here. So we got a, a few others on the list here that we wanted to get to. Uh, the next one, I don't think we should spend a lot of time on it. Best female, Hazal. Is this a surprise to you?
1: No, and, and you know, when they're... It's it's kind of funny that they had to talk about her being uh, in a relationship with, with someone on the team, you know, and they're making the call, and they were going to put her in it, but that... I, I don't know, like, maybe they could have had her win, but then had another second or something, but it, it just... Yeah, it just didn't make sense. Um, Hazal,
0: I mean, no question about it. Like top-level female athlete of the year. Like I can't. I like when I think about the field of female athletes, there's a number of really great ones, and I think some of them were included in the uh, uh, the runners-up mm-hmm. or like the the nominees. Mm-hmm. But Hazal uh, stands like head and shoulders above the rest, in my yeah. view. There's there's a gap. Yeah, there's a massive gap. Um, and so yeah. I mean, and, like, other, like, top-level females, like, uh, like, Sydney Olsen, like, she was injured for the better part, like, most of 2021, so she's not even able to show up, and, um, so, you know, you know, other, other people, like, both Lisa's, Tam, like, these are really top-level athletes, um, but, but it's, like, it's hard to, like, when you compare what is being done mm-hmm. at the highest level with Hazal, mm-hmm. it's just like, I can't imagine all these other, these other females actually showing up to that level.
1: Yeah, and, and I compare it to uh, sports that, you know, another sport that's very, like, near and dear to me in terms of being a fan of is, is MMA. And when they announce things like Fighter of the Year mm-hmm. uh, awards, it's, it's, you know, how many appearances were made, how many dominant appearances were made. And in parkour, you know, like we're, so they're they're talking, uh, the store guys are talking about uh, consistent on Instagram, consistent on YouTube. What does that mean? Well, what it should mean is that there's punctuated points throughout the year where it's either like a YouTube video or an Instagram post that is just, I I think that's what they should be basing like best male and female of the year on. And yeah, like there's, there are moments in the year where I can think of bangers put out by Hazal that, None of the other mentioned uh, women's really had that effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, On to the next category. Onto the next. What do you want? Uh, so we had flavor.
1: Uh, favorite, flavor favorite flavor was flavor the category,
0: which, which is really just video of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so video of the year, uh, and that was Capstone Australia. How do you feel about that one?
1: Yeah, I I uh, I had really high hopes for Capstone. I to to date I've only watched the video once. Uh, it. It delivered in terms of like action and what I what I thought it would. It wasn't like my favorite edit or anything, which is probably why I didn't watch it again. And plus, you know, like a lot of the big clips you can watch again on on uh, on IG
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> as as it goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't I can't think of another video that stood out where I'm like, yeah, that had more of an impact.
0: I agree. Yeah, Capstone was for me. It was like. I had, the, I had it built up in my head, like, this is going to be the coolest video ever. And then when it dropped, I was like, oh, okay, it's good. You know, I wasn't, like, whoa, blown away. But it's undeniable that it had a massive effect. It sent waves throughout the community. It was, it's changed people. Like, I mean, I think of, you know, Vince here is now, like, arms, like, standing, standing arm jumps. Or Cali uh, or it's, like, level or downward ones, you know. Like, people want to do big drops and big, uh, big moves, and it kind of... It sent ripples throughout the community in terms of what, um, like its influence, right? So, yeah,
1: it's it's funny to talk about it. there are just like two old hipsters here, here so talking about how how it didn't oh, it didn't really have the impact we wanted. And it's like the whole point of the video is like massive impacts, yeah, I <laughs> like know. everything that's thrown. Just I don't I don't know if it was like the song choice that didn't vibe with me really, or yeah, again, old hipsters. So. I have.
0: I mean, I have. I, I mean, we could talk. We could go through and break it down, but. <laughs> I felt like there was like two intros for the video which felt like okay like when is the video dropping like when mm-hmm. is the video part dropping and then I don't know like all, all of the things were in it were bangers mm-hmm. I was like par, I was part of me was like wishing there was more line development but I guess that wasn't really the point of the video so I can't really criticize it on that point but I overall I still think it was a great video I'm just yeah. like for me, I had this idea of what it was going to be, and then when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay." It was still awesome, but it left me wanting more, I guess. So yeah, well, and I do, that's and I, yeah, that's yeah, I do want sign. more. Like
1: the 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 video they're working on right now, yeah, uh, is sure to be sure to be a banger. And you know, whatever didn't work in that first one for anyone, I'm sure they're gonna. You know, if they didn't quite get the amount of views they wanted, I'm sure it's gonna get worked out in the next one still again easy takeaway for video of the year but part of that too is like well there's just not as many parkour videos right now which i I think we're gonna get into in the next category
0: it's funny because i can't really think of anything to even compare capstone to
1: breach was mentioned right we we did a (laughs) whole sts episode already on breach and kind of like some of the things that hit and missed with that but uh yeah i don't i don't think i wouldn't put breach very close to capstone in terms of like video of the year
0: no yeah I, I definitely agree with that one
1: and right. and so the next but the next thing is also like another video of the year which is uh one-man army and yeah. this went to Yana Shower. I just watched this video this morning <laughs> uh, I didn't like I think I, I guess I saw something on Instagram that that said that that he had put out uh, a video and i had seen some cool like Instagram posts around it but I didn't and I think I'm actually subscribed to him on YouTube, and you know how I use YouTube. Like, I only watch my subscriptions. I don't actually explore on YouTube. So somehow I missed it. But I watched it this morning. Yeah, uh, great video. Um, or I guess, I don't know, I'm kind of lying right now. because I, I, <laughs> I think for, for a video, not great video. Uh, great showing. Like, great showing by Janet's shower. Great athleticism. Great feats not great video, not, not a lot put into the actual like video production. Yeah. And so you have some other candidates here in the, um, and like there was more, so we had Project Dive Roll, uh, from, from Dennister, We had, uh, and Yang's Controlled Descent. And then we also had, uh, Daryl Stingley's, uh, Trials Morales. And those, three had a lot more like video production so not only were they like part of the one-man army category but they also could have maybe been in the flavor uh that flavor category but in both cases so you have like capstone where like there actually isn't a lot in the video production side although more than um yana showers video and then yana showers video where there's like even less video production it's more about so i don't know if these two categories are more about just like unreleased feats. Yeah. So feats that have not been shown to the world in video form yet, and then they're being compiled together. And that, that seems to be for the store guys, at least seems to be like the, the leading criteria.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I love Shower Showers' video because of what he's doing in it. It's always so like innovative and cool. Um, but I, I struggle with it because It's because it's not a super well-produced video. It's like, like I feel like Project Dive Roll 2 is probably, probably should have won that category because I feel like he's, he's, and, and, or you know, I could also make the argument for Charles Morales actually. So like both, I feel like it would be between those two in my head of like One Man Army, because you're, you know, they're putting more into the production of a a film, making a good video, but also it's featuring one athlete who's doing all of the work you know, like, hey, hold the camera here. Do it like this, so that I can, you know, showcase it. And then editing it too, right? So like, Dennister did all these like fancy edits in Project roll too. He also he's also pushing that game further than even. I think that almost should be another category, is like yeah. um, the specialist category, right? Um,
1: yeah, I guess I guess what I'm maybe you're asking too from from Soar in this uh, in these two categories, like the. Favorite Flavor, and the One Man Army, both both video of the year categories, is, I guess, just like a clear, clearer criteria. I mean, they can do whatever they want. They don't have to come, like, this isn't like have, an official they competition. They don't owe us an explanation <laughs> so, for anything. Yeah, again, but. Still, still, still loved, like, the product, enjoyed watching the store awards and everything. Uh, it's just, I think, for some of the athletes that were, like, nominated, they're probably like, well, what what do I have to do? And, and they could look at, you know, something like, Yana Shower's video and be like that that was video of the year like yeah well, was, I just have
0: to be really good <laughs> yeah I just
1: have to be okay just do all my best clips you know get someone to like hold the phone like it's there's shaky parts like to yeah yeah you know, just put them the all
0: put them all into a timeline but just be Yana Shower and then you win <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah and if but if but if that's the criteria if it's just like unreleased bangers mm-hmm. regardless of like how good the video is then, then then that's clear but I guess it's what I'm saying is it wasn't clear yeah yeah i agree
0: yeah because i, I also think one am, one man army is like okay you're not just the athlete but you're also the video producer you're also like the editor you, you know you're you're the director in, in in a sense of how you put together the film yeah. and, and, that, so, and that's not
1: clear either like what if um i don't know what if someone else edited janice's video would he still win yeah yeah i don't know uh-huh. yeah that's good i don't know sure. answer it for us <laughs> Someone. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on to the, the
0: next category. We wanted to talk about was the banger award. Mm-hmm. So the the winner was Ilya Movahed. Sure. Okay. And he did like a attack, palm, double back flip,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: and in, in the line, right? So like yeah. that was the like kind of the start of the line, mm-hmm. and then he did and then he did some other stuff out of it. And uh, and this was actually a, a uh, viewer voted category so they had i think nine nominees um with different clips and this was one of the clips and then um people voted on instagram which one they wanted to win and then uh this is the one that won uh so what do you think agree disagree
1: first of all i'm, I'm not a fan of um like user voting as the only metric so uh, i don't know they might want to rethink that one as like like, you could do every category, and that would be, like, a cool way to get, like, user interaction. So, like, audi- or audience interaction yeah. with the awards. Well,
0: audience voted for this, but... Yeah.
1: Well, like, it could, if... if we chose. I can't so. remember how many members in uh, store, but, like, say they have seven votes. Seven, yeah. And then one vote is is audience vote.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, something that like that. That would be kind of
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, leaving it all up to the audience, usually not a good idea... Um, I, I thought, to, and again, banger uh, clip, okay, so what is, what are we defining as banger clip? Probably like the impact it has on the community, and I, and I think this one should have also went to Dom. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dom's, uh, Kong Front Prix. Yeah. 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 I,
1: I think, I think it also should have went to, should have went to Dom. Uh, I was actually questioning this, uh, yesterday, um, with someone in the gym, just asking like, okay, has palm double back been done before? And then someone said, oh, it had been done on grass. I don't know, still like crazy impressive. I'm
0: pretty sure I've seen it done before. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, not unless, not, not probably wasn't done on hard ground. This mm-hmm. is probably the first time or, you know, close to the first time. Yeah. But it, but it, it doesn't like, this is the first time I've actually seen this clip. Okay. Right. Yeah. So like watching there, so in terms of like Banger, is like, is Banger a something that was really awesome that's maybe underground? Or is a banger that's like something that actually was influential in the community? Like maybe this was really influential and I just, I'm not, I'm not aware of it. Um, this It's not the style of parkour that I practice. So I, I, I struggle with, I, I, I struggle with thinking that this is the, the winner of
1: it. Yeah. Well, another way to think of it is like, what was the bang that was heard around the world? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we're like, what is a bang? Like uh, Kong Front Prix... Was heard around the world at the time. Yeah, that was everywhere.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. But my one uh, disagreement here is that
1: th-
0: before the year's end, Dom's confront at IMAX was repeated two times by mm-hmm. two different people. So um, I think that's correct. But but it was definitely repeated at least one time, maybe two times. So the way so is it a banger? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it influential? Absolutely. Is it as hard as we thought it was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. So, to, But
1: but to use that same argument, like, so out of the other nominees, mm-hmm. was there anything that was done that like no one else has done before? And we're kind of questioning the uh, palm double back as like, I've, I've for sure seen it in the gym. I've for sure seen it. I've seen it done outside, but I think it was on grass.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, for me, Verky's, you're gonna disagree with this, Verky's Kong like rail con gainer to roll, to roll, mm-hmm. roll, roll, bomb, roll. Um, to me, that is like a, that's to me it, it defines it as a banger. It's like that is a banger clip. It might not be as influential as Dom's Kong Front Prix, but very few people, if anyone, would do that and he and I know it was hard because he said it was like one of the hardest things he's ever done so um to me that's like that fits the definition of banger because like damn that's a banger clip but um
1: yeah like for me that one is like all about how wide the wall that he landed <laughs> on was like just I mean don't just just being you know because like that that's everything like if the and, and I can't tell from the angle of the clip. I guess I'll have to <laughs> take a look again. But, but that's, like, kind of the one for, what, for whatever reason, when I first watched it, I was just, like, rail Kong Gainer, to, to roll thing. I didn't even think about the width of the wall. And, like, you actually had to point out to me, like, no, that wall's really thin. And I was like, oh, why didn't they shoot it better? Because mm-hmm. kind of, <laughs> it's very clear, like, the consequences for um, uh, the IMAX Kong front and then like why it, why it makes it a banger, which also kind of gets into, I don't know, we could probably move on to the next one here, because uh, yeah, sure. it kind of gets yeah. into the Send It category. We can't give them all to Dom, but we gave this one to <laughs> Dom as well. I mean, if he wins like three, three things, that would you know be quite the statement, but uh, the send it, uh, send it category also, uh, this one was like, I don't know if the other one's really even come close, because you have some like really trash technique and some of the other ones, which I guess is part of it, but they're just kind of, like, all to grass or whatever, and I might be having, like, some fuzzy well, one memory guy with did, it. did, like,
0: a Kong to, like, big drop onto grass, and then yeah. another guy did, like, a massive gainer. Um, yeah, it, but, like, there's nothing that really comes close to this level of send, in my opinion. <laughs> Dom's front flip to this awning is, like, the literal definition of send. Like, he... Okay, so I commented, I was telling you about this, I commented on it when he first posted this, and I said, did you check your surface? Did you check the awning before doing this? And he said no. <laughs> and because when I was looking at it, I was like, there's no way you can climb up to it. So, like, he's just going into that challenge with the idea that he doesn't know what the landing is like, if it's even secure, which I'm sure, it, like, okay, you can trust that probably it's secure. But, like, he doesn't know how slippery it is. And then on top of that, after you do the front flip and roll, you then are just going to take, like, a 16-foot drop or something like that to hard ground. It's like, there's, I just I can't get over this one, actually, because, mm-hmm. like, this to me is bigger than, like, so many of the other ones he's done. Yeah. In my opinion, it's, like, it's it's also like the why- biggest accomplishment Dom did of the year.
1: Yeah, also, like, why wasn't that the banger? you know that could have been certainly I could I like I don't know like the it's it's a weird
0: yeah there's a lot of overlap in, mm-hmm. in these categories um, yeah.
1: but it's but it's good. again don't <laughs> I, I like the more categories yeah. it's very very cool um but when there's when there's overlap I don't know maybe open more categories uh we can get into like the, the next one here not much more to say dom crazy send it no one touched it uh but next is, this is one that i think a lot of people are Questioning and upset about which is the mad sciences category. Which I, I want to quote um, uh, Lucas, who's uh, uh, now a coach here. Uh, he mentioned the other day that he felt like this category was made for Matt McCreary and then they didn't give it to him.
0: Yeah, well, it was interesting because I think those were the only two um, mm. athletes. As nominees.
1: Yeah, and to, and to recap, so so Joe Scandret won, and there were only two, it was only between the two of them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with Lucas. I, I felt Matt Zineda's award was made for um, for Matt McCreary. And I actually don't necessarily disagree with Joe being chosen. Like, I feel like it could be a toss up because the way I think about it is, like, both of them are doing really unconventional things and really, like, you know, mad, mad scientists like things. They're doing stuff that like thinking outside of the box, doing stuff that most people wouldn't think to do and just trying new unique ways of, of approaching things. My, my one criticism is Joe does really crazy stuff, but often doesn't connect it super well or like it's not always super aesthetic. Whereas Matt's lines are almost always so nice to look at. It's so aesthetic and, and flowing. And, and Joe does, un, undeniable, like Joe does some really cool, crazy, weird stuff that I think is like opening our eyes to, opening the community's eyes to what can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't always have to do the traditional ways of doing things. Um, but I, I, think, I, I, I think, for me, it was a toss up. And when, I, when, I, I, when they first presented the award, Mad Scientist, and they were like, okay, Matt McCree. And I was like, cool, he's gonna win. And then they said, Joe Scanner. And I was like, oh yeah, Joe. I didn't think about it. And then they gave it to Joe. And I was surprised by it, but now that I think about it, after like reflecting on it, it's like, it's not that surprising.
1: Oh. I don't know, like, if you're trying to say, like, what is a mad scientist outside of parkour? Okay, someone who's doing crazy experiments. You're doing experiments, but you're, like, you're a little crazy in the head with the experiments. And, yeah, that actually does sound more like Joe Scandrit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, it's weird because, like, the example they gave, uh, I think it was uh, Benj gave an example of him doing that uh, backflip to pull. I saw uh, Jason Paul do that first. Hmm. That Like, J- Joe Skandrit didn't, like... Surely and, did and not come up I with think that.
0: Dom's done it too. Yeah, like it's.
1: I mean, maybe he's the first to do it that high, and yeah, like. Yeah, know. certainly. Uh, but but it's weird because there's
0: better. In my opinion, there's better examples. Yeah, a um, lot of his
1: underbar work is yeah. is probably like more in like the mad scientist category, where it's like double underbars or just weird entries into them and things like that, where most people wouldn't think of threading the needle in, in that yeah. in that context. Uh, but it's 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 a weird category because again I, I don't I I I get it but I don't get it yeah for for me it's like are we just awarding weirdness and so like next year are are people because it's it is a side of parkour where sometimes I really tire of when it's when it's not done well it's just it falls really flat and I feel that sometimes that way with both of those guys there's there's a lot of like Joe Scandrett and Matt McCurry posts where I'm like that was sick and there's a lot of posts where I'm just like. On, scrolling on to the next one like you you you, it's like it seems like okay you just needed to post today mm. and this probably wasn't your best work and, and that might be the case but yeah uh, and but it also
0: like i also feel like a lot of times people will post stuff that mm. they that are that might be hard or challenging or mm. fun or interesting to them that just doesn't read
1: yeah well and it's like you're 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 throwing uh darts i guess is the the, the metaphor i don't yeah. know it's like it's like some of them uh, whatever you're throwing is is not always gonna stick. So throw
0: pasta at the wall and see what sticks. Is that was is that the one? Okay, <laughs> that seems appropriate. But but I
1: think yeah, with with both Joe Scandrett, Matt McCurry, uh, the fact that they're always trying to be, di- or at least Matt McCurry really seems like he's trying to be different. Like you know probably, I would have to guess that a lot of times it seems like he's moving in a way where it's like I don't want to replicate anyone i want to be just just unique yeah. all the time and be flowing and expressing myself and yeah sometimes that's not going to work and that's it's a lot like dance and a lot of times he will i think he uses dance metaphors in a lot of his captions where a lot of times like like dance you're just expressing and moving and da, da, da and seeing what, what ticks and sometimes it's going to be like recognized as genius and you yourself might think that it's genius and sometimes it might just be like oh that just kind of looked weird good for you
0: yeah well it's like art I mean, yeah. art, art can be interpreted in so many different ways, and, and yeah. sometimes it's like people will pay tens of thousands of dollars for somebody who sneezed some paint <laughs> against a a canvas. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so I don't know how to. Uh, I think this is going to be a potentially like a really problematic category in the future. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. But, but it could well, be.
0: So this brings us to the, the last uh, the last one that we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. is the light bulb award. Um, which uh, the winner of was Joseph Marks with the Daisy, uh, which is the move where he basically does a double lazy, which is where they came up with the name Daisy.
1: Is it is it double lazy or is it dash to? No, it's double okay. lazy. So he does kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: two hand lazies twice yeah. basically. But see, here's my here's my question: is why wasn't Marx one of the nominees for the Mad Scientist Award? He's mm-hmm. con- he's consistently coming up with unique ideas and brainstorming mad scientist like experiments movement experiments to to bring into the the community and he gets other people to try it so like when he came up with the daisy like like for the next like couple weeks i saw people trying it and like um trying to recreate it or doing it in different contexts so uh, i think marx should have been another um nominee for the mad scientist award um but i also agree with his winning of the light bulb moment award. Okay. Um, I think I differ
1: on this one, uh, and I can't. It's just because when uh, when someone showed me that clip for the first time, the daisy, and they were like, "Whoa, this!" I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was because it, it was it's on a it's on a box first of all, so it's like the. I think if it was on like a double wall, mm-hmm. like two separate walls, because there's there's. Consequence and, and more precision involved, right? But because it's on like a box, it's just kind of. I feel like we have a. There's like five forty palm spin, and there's like a lot of like similar moves that I feel like I've seen. So like on first glance, I was like, oh, that's new. Oh, this is what he's doing. Okay, cool. Um, but it just didn't. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't like a big deal to me. Like I, I understood. <laughs> I'm not trying to say it's not difficult. I'm not trying to say like like I can't even do it. I'm probably never gonna do it, uh, and. It's really hard, and you know, like it's 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 cool to see new moves developing. It just didn't, eh, it didn't really like blow me away. Uh, whereas one of the other n- nominees, which is really poorly named, uh, did did get uh, what are they calling it? It's a no, sorry, what five forty one eighty five forty one eighty arm five forty like they're trying to name it. It's a freaking catback five forty.
0: Yeah. It's weird to say it's weird to, So the terminology for like catbacks are one eighties. And sorry,
1: so this is this is this is Keelan. Yes. Keelan, Keelan who is doing we'll you know, try to put a clip on here, but it's uh so he does he does a catback, which uh, a lot of times popular is called a one eighty, which is a name I hate because there's just too many things called one eighties in parkour. But you're uh you're on one wall and you're jumping to the other wall. We we've at times we call this a dino turn at one at one point. Yeah. Uh I I like it's a dino. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like catback. Catback is is a good uh, descriptor, but
0: Uh, but 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 maybe the Brits will call it an Mm armback.
1: Yeah, or even like (laughs) I'm just thinking like we wanted to go in the room with Dino Dino 540. Yeah, like it. uh, You know, you'd have to you know go to an opposing wall or whatever, but. Yeah, 185 when you're just going to give it two numbers is like, to me, it's, yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's a downfall of that sort of naming system and, and a big reason why you should just stop calling them 180s.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, but speaking to the move also, like, I that one stood out to me more when when someone first showed me that. I was like, cool, <laughs> uh, that, that, that that had been accomplished. So, like, in terms of a light ball movement for me, that, that one stuck out more. Yeah. But I can see why it... I can see why people lean towards Marx. I guess. Well,
0: so the so the light bulb moment thing was it's almost it's almost something that's like hiding in plain sight, and then it's just revealed, and it's like oh duh, double lazy. Um, but what I the reason why I think Marx wins that category is because of how many people started learning it after. Okay. Whereas mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody trying Keelan's move. Mm, okay. Um. Except for that clip, which which is super yeah. cool, right? And
1: then and then so like, does that make him? Because Keelan is a bit of a mad scientist. Like in terms of his style, like yeah. he could fall into the mad scientist too. So, like lots of overlap there, and a, and maybe some some weird choices, but also not very clear criteria. So it's it's hard to to draw these lines.
0: Yeah. A lot of Brits mm. on the on the lists this year.
1: Yeah. One of the things I want to say too is like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of winning Brits, but I mean, it is, it is the uh, world capital of parkour. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess this is like one of the, the things just to say in closing here too, for the store awards is like, I'm, I'm just glad I'm not the one making the decisions oh, and yeah. coming up with the criteria. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a lot of work to come up with that many categories and then have clear criteria and stuff. And uh, I think keeping it, keeping it loose is kind of part of it too. Cause like I said, it's, it's, their money, whether it's their money or sponsor money or whatever, but it's their choice to do what they want with, with it. Um, it is lighthearted and fun to some, to some extent, um, or mostly, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it is, it is about fun. So we have, you know, realms of like more serious competition where there needs to be, you know, clear sport and guidelines. And, uh, if that's what you're looking for with the store awards, maybe look elsewhere. Cause that's, I don't think that's what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, kudos to store. They, they, you know, just just putting putting up, you know, many of these athletes and just like presenting them to the their audience is one thing, which I think is incredible. But they're also just like throwing down cash and, and making this like a more um, supportive event than just like uh, than just like you know uh, promoting them. Um, but the fact that they're promoting them and giving them cash to me—that's like so awesome. So kudos to stores for for continuing to do the stores awards and also growing it from last year. So I think they're giving away more, like significantly more than last year, which is yeah, awesome. Guess
1: it helps if since they got remonetized.
0: Yeah, remonetization <laughs> really uh, really does wonders. But yeah, mad respect to store.
1: Okay. So we're going to jump into our next category now, which has nothing to do with the store awards. And it is a topic that we've uh, wanted to, or a segment of this this show we wanted to do for a while, which is technique critique. Uh, We had uh, submissions, not all of them really for kind of submissions that we could really use for this segment. So uh, I'll say once again, if you can send us a single clip or multiple attempts of something, probably something that you're trying to work on. So I think this works better. If you're looking for some coach feedback on something that you're not sure about, or if you're just wondering, you did something and you're like, hey, is this good or is there something I'm missing? Does that? Yeah. Am, I, am I being clear here with the criteria of te- technique critique? Yes. Okay. All right. So first one, uh, we have uh, the handle parkour underscore armor. I guess. L'armor. Or <laughs> Uh, and he's doing some uh, wall pops or, like, running climb-ups here. Uh, Tom, I'm going to let you take this one.
0: Yeah, I think actually overall it's actually executed quite well, um, but there are things that he can improve on. So the main things are, uh, so, so there's two walls that he's doing these on. So the first wall pass he does, he takes two steps on that first wall and then there's the platform, and he takes three steps in between the two wall passes, and then on the second wall he does three steps again. Uh, so he does two steps, three steps on the platform, three steps against the wall going up on the last one. And I actually think he can remove some of these steps, so especially on the platform after the first wall pass, he can get that down to two steps, so um, so just uh, by, doing a top out that's a little bit more powerful, getting those hips up higher, take two larger steps, and then going straight into the next wall pass. And if so what that might end up doing is set him up for the wrong foot for his wall pass, but parkour is about adaptation. You need to learn some of these fundamentals on both sides so that you can make your flow or your lines much cleaner. so even though it says it might set him off on the wrong foot, I actually think even the, the second wall pass can be done in two steps. So instead of three steps against the wall, it could be done in two steps. And actually, by doing two steps on the platform, on the approach for the second wall pass, I think that actually will give him more power going into it. It's going to be a little bit more challenging, of course, um, but that's what I see. That's what I see can actually improve here. So reducing the number of steps is, is a great principle to follow in terms of enhancing your flow and just having smoother and more powerful lines.
1: Yeah, totally agree. And I think the, uh, the standout for me wasn't, the, wasn't necessarily the vertical footwork, but the uh, horizontal uh, footwork. Because when he comes out of his top out, he takes two tiny steps and it just could be like a single stride.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much agree.
1: Okay, so the next one uh, handle is ctpt2612. This is a private account. Uh, I don't want to butcher the name, and I don't actually want to give out names on here. So, uh, but that is the account. Anyways, responding to you, he sent us uh, some Lachey Pres, and there's actually lots of attempts here, which is cool because uh, we're seeing like, some failure and some struggle. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me here, and you have, you have another point uh, you want to bring up uh is he so he has uh, actually great shapes on the backswing so uh casting into a hollow and then we see like the dip into the arch um and then after the tap though i'm not seeing a lot of hip thrust required so like tap and then hip thrust to get the type of distance and height that he's trying to get you had one more point here
0: yeah so in terms of his uh, his release it looks like um, his right arm isn't quite doing enough on the release by pulling the bar back. So if, uh, what I would suggest is to really emphasize that pull on the right arm to co- correct that position. So if you notice, he's actually coming into his landing and he's still tilted a little bit back, and his arm is kind of hang, his right arm is kind of hanging back. Usually, that is uh, a sign that that pull isn't happening on the release enough to correct him to bring that shoulder forward and stack him on top of himself, which would hopefully enable him to, uh, to stick that landing a little bit easier.
1: Right on. All right, and our last uh, video that we are going to critique here is coming from M-M-I-T-O, Mito, I'm assuming, underscore PK. And here he is performing a level four climb up which he's accomplishing, you know. It's yeah. it's um, it's not like the quickest or the most powerful one that I've seen. It also looks like the wall that he's doing on is, it's you know one of those tiny cat walls, so it's it's kind of challenging. But uh, what are some things that you think he could improve well, with his technique? Yeah, just there?
0: just to start here, I think he's actually doing it really well. Um, there's I do think there's a slight improvement that can actually happen here, um, and that's as he's catching on top of the wall, he's like a little bit upright, um, but. What you really want to kind of think about here is a level four is much like a Kong at the end. So if you're more like over top, like leaned over, that level, that top out is going to come out a little bit more powerfully and it's just going to be a little bit cleaner. But I mean, I mean, this guy is actually doing super well with these level four climb ups as it is. Most people really can't even do a level four climb up. So the fact that he's accomplishing it to begin with is great. But just that little subtle tweak of just getting a little bit more into a leaned over position thinking about it as a kong hopefully will help him uh, to improve
1: yeah i think you so you pointed it out watching this because i was like yeah yeah looks 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 pretty good but we're just you know trying to give some sort of feedback something to improve on here and i actually remember uh when you taught me this move that was like a big part of unlocking it was feeling like a kong like trying to like pull kong my way over the wall and that really helped unlock that move and then when I look at the clips like yeah, you know, you could you could get a bit more of that pull forward. All right, so we got one more uh, segment that we're going to wrap up uh, today's episode with and it is uh 2022 goals. So, it is the new year. We did talk about, you know, some things last year with the store awards, but moving into since it is the new year, I think we should talk a little bit about uh just some of our personal goals for 2022 so i want to hear from you first and okay. uh this is actually the first i'm going to hear from it because you haven't told me yet uh what, what are some of your goals for 2022 yeah
0: so we're moving into 2022 um i so i guess the first goal that i have is um i've been working on a dive holes video project for since 2020 actually is when i started filming this thing and i thought i was going to be done last year and it didn't happen so um, this year I'm am getting pretty close, there's, still, there's a few more that I need to, to complete, uh, but be on the lookout for dive holes, a, a threading compilation of, uh, of some of the best and hardest dive holes that I've, uh, I've done to date. It's actually not all going to be rolling, it's going to be some Kongs as well, um, and some other uh, threading style movement. Um, and so that's a big, that's a big goal of mine. So I want to get that project out into the world. Um, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, sometimes these longer projects, they take like years for me to complete. And I was hoping to, you know, this one was going to be, be an exception and it's, it's turned into a several year, um, uh, project. So here we are, it's happening this year. I'm putting it out there. Dive holes is getting done this year. Um, uh, other goals, uh, I mean, I want to uh, stay consistent with YouTube, I want to continue growing this, I want to keep growing the audience, we want to be as helpful as possible to all of our viewers. Um, so, uh, I don't have like a number in mind for uh, for number of subscribers or anything like that, but it's more actually about consistency. So, um, we're going to be consistent this year on YouTube.
1: Yeah, we were getting two videos a week, and then over the holidays, as well as with a bunch of COVID restrictions and travel, and uh, you, you, took, <laughs> you went to go visit the fam. Uh, we we kind of got off that, but but expect uh, that that two video a week number to return, and you know hopefully we can also like increase some, some of the quality of <laughs> some of the some of the videos we're putting out there. So we're still we're still learning, and you know I think part of this. Uh, dive into youtube has really just been like getting started so you know yeah. and uh, 2021 was the start 2022 expect to see you know it can continue to grow
0: exactly improvements yeah. in our content and yeah we'll keep growing
1: yeah so for me um <laughs> or do you have anything else was that pretty uh, much it right will <laughs> right. well, to me Uh, Actually, something, so we, this just kind of reminded me, I wanted to think about, uh, one of my goals for 2022 is to actually have, like, a 2022 edit, which is something I wanted to do in 2020, was just have, like, a year compilation at the end of 2020, and then uh, I got halfway through the year, and then had an injury that cut the year for me, and then I started to work my way into 2021, and then I had surgery, so 2021 was just a write-off for me, like, there's nothing there's nothing parkour-wise or athleticism-wise that I did in 2021 where I was like, oh, cool, like this, you know, I really am happy with this. Uh, so it, so anyways, the reason I wanted to kind of bring back is, is, just back to the store awards really quick, is we were talking about uh, One Man Army and Flavor Video, and we have all these 2021 edits coming out. And it's kind of funny to think if all those were saved clips, so if you have like Dom's 2021 edit and you have... Uh, Scott's 2021 edit and Verkey's 2021 edit and countless others would those be videos of the year and this is where that sort of category kind of gets lost for me and I'm you know curious like what what store thinks of uh of the criteria for that and and if this is actually going to change things for 2022 because if I'm one of those mentioned people and I'm and I'm not making a lot of money or getting a lot of attention off of my IG if I want to save all of those clips or most of, like, the big ones for the end of the year at a chance at the cash that the store is offering. Could be a thing. I don't know. I'm not in the running for that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I basically, like, the main goal for me is just, like, get healthy. And, and I think that's going to be a reflection of that. So if I get healthy and I'm able to start doing parkour again, um, that's, a, that's a reflection of that. So far, everything with um, my operation and, and my injury... And the the procedure that was done on me, it is going, I think, according to how it's supposed to go. I'm eight months post-surgery right now, and I'm just starting to do some parkour again. Uh, it's not I'm not hundred percent, and I'm still probably have like another few months before I'm at hundred percent. But that's also prime time for parkour on season, so you know, hopefully I'll be able to get enough things done. I guess the next level of that for me is uh, I too have a video project. Uh, a major one that uh, I've been trying to trying to get done since I actually started collecting clips that we reshot. But my initial clips for this were 2017. Oh
0: man, Jeez.
1: So <laughs> uh, I should have finished this uh, video project in 2019. So like along the same time, like you were doing uh, Project holes, Like some of my setbacks is like I changed videographers because um, I'm having trying to have this shot a certain way. So. Uh, I changed videographers uh, in 2019 because the one I was using, a uh, great guy, Ollie, was not um, available anymore. So I met uh, Mateo, and Mateo became my videographer this, uh, for this, and we've done over 20 shoots together. And I didn't finish in 2019, although I should have. I kind of put off some of the harder lines I wanted to do. So that's my fault, I should have, <laughs> I was kicking myself like in 2020 thinking like, oh, I've been trying to get this one line for like over a year, that's, I really shouldn't have been avoiding it so much, <laughs> but I did. And then 2020 was going great until I hurt myself. So now I'm faced with like, basically I'm, I'm gonna get out the video no matter what, that's, that's going to happen. There are some like less difficult lines that even if my knee is, even if it's in the state it is right now, I'm, I can complete them. Uh, but there are, like, two harder lines, and that's, that's like, my big 2022 goal is, like, whether or not I can complete those two harder ones that are still missing from from my initial vision for the project. Uh, but I have set myself a rule where, regardless of all of that, it will be released by the end of the year.
0: Awesome. Yeah.
1: Hopefully uh, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm,
0: looking, I'm looking forward to seeing it, so put it all together, because I still haven't seen everything
1: yet. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to keep it all a secret. Uh, the, the other thing is uh, uh, just like the gym in general. So we've had like some, some rough years with, with COVID and stuff. But uh, we had a lot of momentum going into 2020 that was cut. And then we had a lot of uh, really good months in 2021. So I don't want to talk like revenue numbers or anything on this sort of program. Because um, there's not a lot of context for it. But uh, I do think that, you know, if we can get over the COVID hump, we can actually have like a record year for sales um, in 2022. So if you come to the gym, just make sure you keep coming <laughs> so that you can, you know, help me get me to that uh, 2022 goal of having a record sales. And I think that's it's just reflective of like some of the improvements we've made also um, over the years with the gym that we were able to deliver like a better experience for, for people. And so, so I feel like, you know, if there's not so many like world... Problems happening that, you know, we can actually have a record year in sales for 2022. Awesome. We're off to a slow start, though. Yeah. It's we've the, got some restrictions. Uh, oh, that, my cron.
0: That, uh, that's basically stopped our momentum going mm. into 2022. But mm. I think once uh, once we get past this, mm. this hump, I think it'll, it's going to be
1: upward. And I, got, I got one more goal, and I know you got to oh. get out of here, but yeah. this one also affects you, is uh, SPL. Yes. our other project. Uh, I would... Okay, so yeah, it is It is a goal to have a 2022 uh, Origins Parkour Pro um, as, as part of SPL Pro level competition uh, with international athletes. Uh, I think... Yeah, we will... So we, it, it will be a goal to have that happen no matter what. So even if we can't have it be a big international thing, at least like a US-Canada thing or something, but... Um, big goal for 2022 is at least have one big spl competition
0: yeah yeah i'm on board let's make it happen yeah
1: all right well we've we've already said it so it's gonna happen it's out there cool
0: so if you enjoyed this video please like and subscribe leave a comment below what you thought of the store awards, um and what are your goals for 2022 and uh One more thing is send in your technique critiques. You can just DM it to myself or Coach Renee here, and uh, we'll pick it up in the next STS. All right, thanks for tuning in.